Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Jeff. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. So, uh, we just finished watching Groundhog Day. I really like that movie. It's really good. I'm the My only complaint is that I hadn't seen it when I was younger, so, so that I could have seen it more times. It was it was pretty good. I I wouldn't go as far as to say I wish I had seen it when I was younger, so I could have watched it more times. But like I enjoyed it. Yeah, as much as it's kind of like marketed and probably culturally seen as a comedy, it does have some dark moments. Like I feel like that's a movie like you could show kids and they'd have some fun at certain parts. But like, there's definitely a lot more going on. Yeah. Is it is it a romantic comedy? Did I accidentally not notice that for 27 years? I know, because I was going to just say, like, on the comedy vein, that, like, because it's Bill Murray, and he's done a couple dramatic roles, but he's obviously mostly known for his comedic roles, that kind of when you just say, like, oh, it's a Bill Murray movie, I think most people would think that that means it's a comedy. And, like, you're you're right that, like, a lot of the, the more, like, morbid elements of it are not really played super seriously. Like, when he's trying to kill himself and stuff like that, that's pretty brief. And, like, after that, it's just kind of, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a joke after that. Yeah. IMDB calls it a comedy fantasy romance. So, yes, it is a rom-com. Can I... Are you allowed to just put the word fantasy in the middle of romantic and comedy and make it something that men want to see? <laughs> I guess so. Well, uh, big Spencer here implying that women aren't into fantasy. Well, to be fair, IMDb calls it a comedy romance, not a ro- uh, romantic comedy. So, Comedy romance. It's because it's just how it's listing the genres, but... I like the idea of a romantic comedy is a movie about, like, a believable couple who, you know, like, get into some funny situations, and a um, a comedy romance is a a movie about a couple where you go, like, there's no way she'd end up with him. (laughs) Like, it's laughable that they would propose. So, like, forgetting Sarah Marshall? Although that's kind of, like, the premise of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that works even more if you add the word fantasy in there. It's like, there's no way they're getting together. Obviously, this is someone's fantasy. Comedy fantasy romance? Yep. So would, like, fantasy comedy romance, would that be, like, Shrek? Yes. Actually. (laughs) Teffer, have you seen the Shrek sequels? I've seen the second one, not the third or fourth one that one could almost be listed as a fantasy comedy romance or a fantasy romantic comedy you could almost go either way with shrek i think that it's a comedy before it's a romance somewhat distinctly like i think that i'm 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 not saying it's not more of a comedy you're saying that a comedy a comedic romance is there's no way these two are getting together whereas that is a pretty strong through plot of the of the movie, at least once Fiona arrives. Anyways, yeah, okay, I see that argument. Like, you you do kind of go like, oh yeah, no, the whole shtick is that they're not possibly going to end up together. But funny joke on Fiona. 
What if it? What if there was a Shrek movie, but everyone was an ogre and he was the only human? And what, like he lives in a house in the middle of a swamp? No, he he's like the one guy who lives in in the city. Everyone else lives in swamps. Wouldn't that be I Am Legend? Well, no, because I Am Legend didn't have ogres. That would have made it so much better. I, I mean, I mean, close enough. I see what you're doing there, Tepper. <laughs> like, if you... Sure, they were... Eh, they, they treaded the line to zombie. But, like, I, I see where you're going with ogres for those things. Thank you. Ogres have layers, guys. Mm. I don't Although, think those things had layers. The The zombies in I Am Legend were as capable of hunting during the night as Shrek was at the beginning of the movie. It's their preferred time, even. Shrek hunted at night? The opening of the movie, when he, like, chase, he uh, sneaks up on all the, uh, the, on the angry mob. Oh, right. True. Yeah. So I'm loving this tangent. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Like, if there's, like, a six degrees of Shrek... Like how f- how many degrees from Groundhog Day is Shrek? Probably not. Well, are we just Shrek or like all of the Shrek movies? I would say like just Shrek, like because like Bill Murray was on SNL, right? And Mike Myers was on SNL, so like there, boom, that's like, yeah. only like two or three degrees of separation. Yeah, and like you might, if you included the other Shrek movies, you might even get closer. Because there's, they definitely have some big, big names, as like cameos or yeah. single characters. Oh hell, I'm just forgetting about Eddie Murphy too. Like obviously, big comedian. Yeah. Yeah, I think Eddie Murphy was on SNL. I don't know much about SNL. Yeah, that's the thing. We're just going like so far back at this point that he, yeah, even we we don't aren't familiar with that cultural cultural landmark. I like though on the original topic of Groundhog Day, that, like, this movie has kind of become a verb. Like, it's it's a, it's a meme to be, like, Groundhog Dayed. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a stronger deja vu. Do you guys think, uh, would it be better or worse? Like, let's say, because he kind of got stuck in a day he didn't like at first. If you got, like, let's say you had a really great day, and then that was your Groundhog Day that you had to repeat? Like, at what point do you think you'd get bored of it? I don't know how long it would take for me to get bored of it. Like, I feel like that's such a, like, you, you have to be in the situation to actually know your your limit. All right, point two. I've got an interesting science experiment. Let's set up a time loop for Tepper. We'll pull a... Truman show on him. We'll all practice our roles. Please don't do that. I like though how the your idea of the Truman show is that all of Truman's friends like played a joke on him. <laughs> like that these were people that he knew previously that were all just like he 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 we teleported him into a into a giant sound stage. Well, I mean he he did know them the whole time though. So. Well, like true, they just were always acting, just like just like we have been with Tepper. Can you imagine if this is 
like the moment that we're like, okay, Tepper's like maybe catching on that he's in the Truman Show. We better reinforce <laughs> that he's not. We'll make it sound like a laughable concept that Tepper could be in the in the Truman Show. Yeah. On the subject of how long to get bored, how long do you think it would take you to beat uh, Sekiro in a single sitting, Jeff? Oh God, because uh... that 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 might be your answer. Oh, see, that's the frustrating thing is that like I still need to get good. So, well, I mean, you got you got your like ten thousand days to do that, and then eventually you just you can cl- clear it in a single sitting. Yeah, see, well, I guess what would happen is I would just become the best speedrunner, and then like the day I get out of the time loop, I would just play it like one more time and be like, "Look, it's done." Then Jeff can uh, claim the title of best. Uh best player he got good over 10,000 days in a time loop over 10,000 days on launch day yeah (laughs) steam wants to know your location that seems fine why wouldn't it need to know my location well i wonder who has because you can't i don't know how publicly you can search through steam records like who has the most time in like any game because i mean Theoretically, you could open up something that just has, like, a launcher, like, you know, like Warframe or Dota or something. Yeah. And leave that on forever. So there's a lot of stuff that you could just perpetually leave on if you have a computer that can stay running. But I wonder if there's someone out there who, you know, has, like, two years logged in, like, Civilization Three or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably someone. But I wonder how high the number actually is. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm I'm wondering. It's like, well, there's probably some lonely dude out there in Europe playing like farming simulator day in, day out. But maybe he buys the new ones. Yeah, or he plays the other simulator games like uh Euro Truck. You just gotta start playing them all at one time. See now that would be a speed run I would watch. <laughs> just like farming simulator, uh Euro Truck. Uh, train football manager one controller that would actually be an amazing speed run and i bet you any money that people could do that do those do like the the like euro truck simulator train simulator have like a story mode uh they've got like loose story like i don't know if there's i think there's like small storylines in newer ones but like i don't i think it's mostly just the story of you're renting a truck buy a truck until you can buy a truck company or something. I think they have objectives. Yeah, well, like, you choose missions to go on, but, like, I think there was, like, I think, like, sometimes there's, like, small holiday storylines of, like, you gotta go deliver Santa's presents. It's very yeah, I, I just think, yeah, the point we're kind of leading towards is, like, I don't think there's ever a point when it goes, like, oh, you beat the game. You kind of have to, like, set a goal for yourself where it's, like, I want, like, a self-sufficient farm that does this. Or I want a fleet with 20 trucks. And that's the thing that, like, would make, like, a speedrun difficult, is there's no, like, point where you can go, like, okay, run done. You could do, like, fastest to, like, buying a, a truck a truck uh, depot or something or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, there are Animal mm. Crossing speedruns, right? Like... What? That's... Why? <laughs> well, yeah, you speedrun all mortgages paid. What? <laughs> only i could do that in real life <laughs> it's not a super interesting speed run i'll be honest yeah i was gonna say like like why would people 
derive enjoyment from that. Because someone wants to be the best at something. Yeah, someone wants, someone wants the smallest number. Listen, you're not impressing anybody by going like, yeah, me, I'm like number one at running Animal Crossing. Uh, Yo, Tepper, watch out. The speedrunners will come for you. So, Tepper, um, there's a lot of people. And, like, when you get a lot of anything, you're going to find individual outliers that you would never expect. So, like, in a hundred people or in a thousand people, how many Animal Crossing speedrunners are there? Like, zero. In, like, ten million people? Probably, like, ten. Just, you know, law of statistics. I, I, I got a question. This is probably mostly towards Spencer, because I know he's more into this than anyone else here. What is the appeal of Animal Crossing? I don't get it. Okay, so, like, firstly, it's it's kind of like The Sims, but scaled down a lot. So instead of, like, running a whole bunch of people's entire lives and being, like, God, you're kind of, like, just running one dude's life. But also, that dude's life, it never has any real problems. Like, it has problems for sure, but they're never, like, of enormous consequence. And then you get to go and, like, set up everything the way you want it and have, like, neat things. And um, all the people around you tell you exactly what they want out of you. And you go do that and they say, thank you very much. You've increased one friend level. And that entire model of existence is very satisfying for some reason. And I like to go there to relax. It's like, it's like truck simulator. But instead of a truck, you don't have a truck. And, like, all the goals are self-defined, so, like, you just kind of decide what part of Animal Crossing you want to explore right now, and you can, like, go do that. And, like, you know, there's, like, neat stuff there. Imagine your real life, but if you could actually pay off your student loan. Or just decide to turn it off for a few hours. God damn. It's the real fantasy, though, is actually being able to affect your debt. Neat. Okay, yeah, I, I think I've got a much better understanding of why people play those games now. They charge you no interest, and they um, don't make you pay it off at any particular rate. So, like, you have no. debt, but really what the debt is is the cost of the next house. Yeah, Tom Nook is surprisingly, surprisingly nice. Uh, presumably... Uh, billionaire philanthropist. Admittedly, like, if you look at the turnover of villagers in any individual town, the man sells a lot of real estate. But yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing is basically Groundhog Day. Only the animals very distinctly remember that time pass and are very keen to tell you that you haven't talked to them in several months. Actually, Animal Crossing's key feature is that it's not at all like Groundhog Day. <laughs> that every, every single day, time passes and things happen, whether or not you're there to witness them. They literally put that on the box. Like, everyone there has a pretty continuous life. What is the Animal Crossing economy like? It's Man, crazy. Oh, it must be terrifying. Actually, Tepper, this just crossed my mind. We're going to watch the Animal Crossing movie which is an anime and in Japanese, so I know you'll love it. Um, and it perfectly encapsulates the game because it's like 90 minutes and it's just kind of like four tiny stories where nothing particularly happens. 
I can't believe we almost got through an entire episode without anyone calling Deborah a weeb, and then fucking Spencer did it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know if that's on the, the list for Never End the Story, but I, we should add it. It probably isn't. At least I haven't been asked if I've seen it before, so I'm assuming it isn't. Have you seen it before? No. Haha. <laughs> Entrapment works. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, that's been that's been a good discussion on our Animal Crossing podcast. Uh, but next week we're gonna be watching Groundhog Day. Let's talk about that fucking tune. <laughs> if anything, I'd say this is more uh, against propaganda. Just perfect action distilled. You know, none of that, none of that fluff shit. I pay my taxes, I just want to go home, turn on my TV, and watch people get beaten to death. The dystopian future... I don't know what you're talking about. It obviously takes place in 2019. Like, you can see how, like, the propaganda machine works in this world. It's just like real life. Yeah. Met hand-to-hand like real gladiators. Like, I respect that. Like, a real yeah. gladiator. But then you don't get the satisfaction of sending the bad guy down the tube. Sexy bondage. Yeah, that was really weird. Like that was really that... weird. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies' choice. He, he's a gentleman. A lot of the violence, even though it was kind of like, ooh, that guy's heading a spike, and ooh, that guy got a chainsaw to the groin. Like, which one's the secret thing I want? They're all secret. I want to know what footage was in the clandestine unit folder. <laughs> Cheering on the slaughter. Like, finish him and just. He said the thing! He, he said, said the, the thing. thing! He said the thing! That's right, it's Running Man. Uh, so please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com, or message us on Twitter at DLZebra, or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. Uh, also of note... Uh, we didn't realize this at the time of recording Running Man, but we're actually doing something special for April. It's Arnie April. Uh, so it'll be three whole Schwarzenegger films, because we just get in there with the third on the, the 29th. Sounds good. Yeah, because, Tepper, you're, you're a fan of, of the Schwartz. Hell yeah, I love his movies. And yet, we found a surprisingly decent list of ones you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, turns out, like, I love his movies, but I didn't actually watch many of them. Uh, which kind of speaks to all your guys' complaints about me, even though you're wrong, but, you know. But if we're wrong, that means you're right, and that's, like, a paradox. Listen. I've never done anything wrong in my life. Uh, so yeah, you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com, and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye.